I've never thought about it. I've never thought about it. I just took it for granted. My big theme is that opportunity doesn't just come along. It doesn't happen to people. It's there all the time, but we have to allow ourselves to see it. Episode 195, a short story with a double punch you'll never forget. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. With 1.7 million listens and downloads and growing every week, this is The Game Changers with Jason Jennings, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today, best-selling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, and reinvention. It is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Jason, great to be with you. Uh, Dale, it's uh, great to be back with you. I think uh, during our last episode, we brought some degree of notoriety or visibility, at least, to, to your to your town, Boise, Idaho. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it, and, and I've definitely heard from folks saying, would you just quit doing that? But- well, well, the man in uh, Prakash, uh, who represents me in India and that part of the world, uh, I gave an advance listen to, and he came back to me. He says, I've discovered Boise. I spent hours with the Atlas learning about Boise. So, uh, uh, so, so the, he, as far as India. So anyway, awesome. Yeah, it is a special place. So you have piqued my curiosity um, and just you told me before we started recording that you had an amazing week and you wanted to share this story with us about what happened and it's coming to us in two parts. So take it away. Okay, well, let me set it up this way. Uh, On my last visit uh, to Australia, uh, a place that I've been, and I do count 89 times uh, for business and pleasure over the years, and my last visit there, I was staying in a hotel for about five or six days, and my schedule is uh, pretty predictable, and so each morning about 7.55, I would walk through the hotel lobby uh, on my way to the restaurant, and I'd always begin the day with an 8 a.m. meeting, and uh, each morning, I'd walk through the hotel lobby, and and there were always four or five women working on the front desk. And I'd say, good morning, ladies. How's everybody today? And they'd say, oh, we're fine, da-da-da-da-da. And on the fourth or fifth day, uh, one of the women uh, said, Mr. Jennings, would you come here a minute? I have a question for you. And uh, so I I walked over the front desk, and she walked me down to the end where nobody else uh, could hear us. And I, I said, how can I help you? And she said, I have a question for you. And I said, yes, what is it? She said, don't you ever have a shitty day? And I, I stood there dumbfounded and I said, let me tell you, of course I do, but let me tell you how I deal with it. I would never let anybody know I was because half of all people wouldn't care and the other half of all people would be happy. And, and so I guess, but you know, I'm like everybody else. Of course I have bad days. I have down days. I've got tough times. I mean, but, but I just don't want to let the world know, but now I'm going to make an admission. Because of the jam of business uh, in the past several months, um, uh, so blogs, podcasts, speeches, uh, working on a new book, speech prep, travel, uh, trying to be a good family man, the gym, nagging household projects one after another. There's just been so much on my plate that I have been stuck for new ideas. 
Uh, I, I really have been. I mean, everything has been tough. It's, it's, I have been creatively frustrated. Uh, fresh ideas just have not been popping into my head every day like it has for the rest of my life. So I, for the last several months, it's been kind of a frustrating time for me creatively. And that ended yesterday in one instant. I had a real eureka moment, and it's all because of a story I hadn't thought about, and the story popped into my head, and I went, of course, there's the answer. The logjam is over, and I'll, I'll explain that, too. Do you want to hear the story? I do. All right. Back in the 1820s and 1830s, Diamonds were being discovered all over the African continent. And there was a farmer who heard stories of people who went in search of diamonds and ended up with diamond mines and ended up incredibly wealthy. And so finally, he wanted to get in on the action. And so he finally sold his farm and he went out in search of diamonds. For years and years and years, he was a prospector looking for diamonds and his stake was eroded. The money went away. He finally ended up penniless, had never found a diamond, and in utter despair, threw himself off a cliff and drowned. It's a sad story. But now here's the other part of the story. Not long after, he had thrown himself off a cliff and drowned. Diamonds were discovered. Lots of them including the biggest diamond ever discovered until that time on the property, the farm that the farmer had sold. And it's now become and has continued to be the Kimberly diamond mine. So here's a man who thought the grass was greener someplace else. He thought he had to find opportunity somewhere else when in fact the opportunity was there all along. Mm. So how does that relate to me? So as, as I've been so upset with myself trying to be creative and trying to latch onto ideas and come up with stuff, and I, I just been hitting dead, like hitting my head against the wall the last several months. And all of a sudden yesterday, I thought of the story, The Acres of Diamonds. And I realized, Jennings, you have Acres of Diamonds, you should never be want for an idea in your life. And Dale, do you know what my acres of diamonds are? Tell me. They are the hundreds of thousands of pages of interview transcripts with the greatest business people in the world for my books and the 20,000 interviews I've conducted with high-ranking executives, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners over the past 20 years getting ready for speeches. I've got 20,000 conversations stored on the hard drive of my computer, and each one has accompanying notes. So if you've got hundreds of thousands of pages of interview transcripts and 20,000 conversations that you can call up at the push of a button, wouldn't you call that having acres of diamonds? That is a huge asset. Yes. You know what? And I, I've never thought about it. I've never thought about it. I just took it for granted. I just took it for granted. So I, I, I guess my big theme is that opportunity doesn't just come along. It doesn't happen to people. It's there all the time. But we have to allow ourselves to see it. We have to allow ourselves to see it. 
So if I ever tell you in the future, I'm having difficulty coming up with an idea for a podcast, just say, hey, go back to the acres of diamonds. I'm sure you'll find something there. But now, here's the second part of the story, which I think is really, really cool. There was a guy by the name of Russell Herman Conwell. Uh, He was born in 1843, uh, went to Yale University, studied to be a lawyer. He was a lawyer for about 15 years, and he received a personal calling to become a preacher, and he became a Baptist preacher. Uh, He was eventually hired by a church uh, called Temple Baptist Church in Philadelphia. And while serving there as a pastor, uh, a lot of young, poor people came to him who who were very smart, who wanted to go to college, but they had no money. So Conwell began teaching in the church basement at night. In fact, his students were actually called night owls. That's what they called themselves, the night owls. When he heard the story about the acres of diamonds, well, and he was a great orator, he began telling the story in speeches and sermons for money. And from that one story that he had been told back in the 1800s, he raised $6 million to officially found the university. Yep, he founded Temple University for poor, deserving students, which today has 40,000 students, whose sports teams are all called the Owls, and whose world-renowned band is called the Night Owls, in recognition of those first students that he taught in the church basement. That's the second part of the story. You know, it reminds me of, I think it was um, Charlie Tremendous Jones who said, you'll be the same person you are five years from now, except for the people you meet and the books you read. And yep. it's, uh, I think those are the diamonds, um, especially when you think about your conversations with those thousands of business leaders. So, and then the second thing that comes to mind is forest for the trees. Right. How do we, what was the, what was, what was the turning point for you yesterday where you went from where are the ideas to the ideas are right under my nose and they have been. And they have been, and and they are endless, and uh, it's it's an it's uh, it's an abundance of riches. I mean, it is amazing. I, you know what? I for for me, I I, I think a couple of days ago, because um, I've had a couple of days off the road this week. A couple of days ago, I mean, I was just sitting here, and uh, I was actually working on a book, and I was about to start a new chapter. And I mean, I was just stuck. And then listen, uh, anytime, anybody who's ever written a book and, and you've, you've written a book, uh, it's, um, uh, it's, it is the greatest joy in my life, but it's also why I, I say I must be a masochist because it is one of the hardest things that anybody will ever do. And I mean, you, you can just sit here on my, my, what I always try to do is 500 great words, perfect words in a day when I'm working on a book. And I have, I I have done 500 perfect words in two or three hours. I have done 500 perfect words in eight or 10 hours that I deleted the next morning. 
And so finally, a couple of days ago, I just said to myself, you know what, just go out and take a long walk and uh, like do a 10 miler and just let it go and stop being so hard on yourself. I, cause I, I'd reached a point where I was kind of beating myself up and, and I'm sure you've been there at one point in your life, the press of, of everything going on. But whenever I want to talk about the press of everything going on, uh, I'm reminded of, uh, of one of your favorite phrases. Sounds like a real first world problem to me. <laughs> and, uh, and I find that very helpful. Um, uh, so I just decided to go easy for a couple of days and, and yesterday, all of a sudden, I mean, I thought of the story, The Acres of Diamonds, which I first heard as a child, and I had forgotten about it. And all of a sudden, this, uh, the whole story came back to me in vivid detail. And within one instance, I thought, or with one instant, I, I, I knew my field of diamonds. 20,000 audio interviews with the greatest business leaders in the world on my hard drive and hundreds of thousands of pages of interview transcripts. I should never be want for an idea as long as I live. Mm. Awesome. So, so what I hear you saying is you found some time to relax and not be caught up in the stress of having relax, to relax, ideas. Relax, relax. What's that? Well, what, what is relax, Dale? I'm not a relax. I know. <laughs> so just to show the importance of this, I've, I've done some research in this area and there is a body of evidence and brain research that was most compelling in the story of Thomas Edison, so one of the most prolific inventors, creative yes. people of, you know, in history, and yep. he would take an, he would sit down in a rocking chair, and he would put like a steel ball in each hand and hang his hands off the edge of the chair. Underneath each hand, he would put an empty pie plate upside down. So imagine the sound of that steel ball hitting a pie plate. Yes. The idea was he wanted to get himself to a state of relaxation just before he fell asleep. And the story goes, that's where he would find his greatest inspiration is in those times of relaxation, just, bef- you know, so that if he ever did fall asleep, his hands would open, the balls would hit the plates and he would wake up. Wow. So you, it was your walk. Yes. You know, it's, it's Edison's sitting in a chair, getting himself in a relaxed state is where things come to mind. The second thing that I hear you saying is you always find what you look for. Yep. And if you're looking for stress and if you're looking for lack of ideas and lack of clarity and lack of creativity, you're going to find that. You, on the other hand, went in search of the ideas are there. It's somewhere here. I know I'm going to find it. And sure enough, you found it in those 40,000 pages. So it's, it's really about putting yourself in that relaxed state and being willing to say, I know it's here. I know it's in my field. I don't have to go looking for it in somebody else's field. It's in my field. The diamonds are there. So thanks for uh, getting us refocused. I just, well, I love the Edison story. I had never heard that story. And uh, I, I, I think it's terrific. And I, I just love the story about the uh, acres of diamonds. It's, I, th- I think it's just so true. I mean, the opportunity is always there. We just have to be able to recognize it. And very often we're so blinded by our belief that the grass is greener on, another, on the other side of the hill uh, that we fail to recognize what's in front of us. So, I, I, so I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm in a place where I'm still learning a lesson uh, every day. And uh, so that was the lesson that I learned this week. 
great lesson for us. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, well, along those lines uh, of opportunity is, is one that I've always loved, and I'll, I'll just share it with you. Uh, it's, uh, and I, I don't even know where I heard this, but I heard it years and years and years ago, and I've never forgotten it. It said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. That sums it up well. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. Great being with you, bud. Hey, good being with you. Thanks for the uh, the eye opener and the great reminder. Find the diamonds in your own field. So I will remind our listeners that if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, go to your favorite podcast player and hit the subscribe button. Favorite this. Click that little heart icon that you'll usually see somewhere. Um, so you can do that easily. Um, also, if you're listening off the website, just go to jason-jennings.com slash iTunes, and you'll find ways to subscribe to this podcast. Also, while you're out there on the interwebs, you're welcome to reach out to Jason directly. Easy to do. Jason at jason-jennings.com is the email address. One more time, jason at jason-jennings.com. Share with us where you're finding your diamonds. Jason would love to hear that. Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today has called one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. To learn how your group or company can have Jason keynote your next event, visit the website jason-jennings.com. This is The Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.